Teka, parang kausap ko lang sarili ko ah. Hmm. Wait. Ano kaya? Kung bored ka sa buhay, kuha ka daw 20 at bili ka ng kausap. Kung wala kang pambili, edi kausapin mo na lang sarili mo. Tandaan, only boring people easily get bored. Ang usapang useless, nagiging mas may sense yan pag inuulit mo, pag binigyan mo ng enough airtime, at kung ginawan mo ng paraan para mapag-usapan siya. Ang useless podcast na ito ay magma-make sense only if you want it to. Teka, parang kausap ko lang sarili ko ah. Episode number 2 Not because it doesn't make sense while you're doing it doesn't mean you stop. Welcome everyone to the second episode of my useless podcast. Parang kausap ko lang sarili ko ah. So following the pattern that I adopted for this podcast, so basically there are going to be useless kwentuhan, useless kausap ko lang sarili ko but the objective always is for us to be able or for me to be able to actually make sense to people before I even make sense to uh, myself no uh, so that has been the very very objective of this podcast and it was created all because of that I'm not saying I'm gonna be talking gibberish but most of the time may mga bagay po kasi talaga tayo na, na parang na hindi natin napapansin but it's happening right in front of us so there are different norms, different scenarios, different situations where because we are carried away by our own schedule or because we are very preoccupied sa mga pinaggagawa natin, mapapersonal man yan, or trabaho mo man yan, sa love life mo man yan, relationships mo man yan, yun, may mga bagay talagang hindi mo siya napapansin but it's already becoming a pattern. Okay? So one of those patterns na hindi natin masyadong napapansin is yun nga yung the title of the podcast which is Not because it doesn't make sense when you're doing it doesn't mean you stop. Now, bakit ko napili yung topic na yan bilang the third or bilang the topic for our third uh, episode? It's because in most recent months, I would say no, or in most recent years, this uh, part of our culture has actually manifested itself in a number of ways already, eh? especially for the last more than two years of this pandemic. Okay, so simplihan natin, no? Bakit kuna sabi yon na not because you uh, it doesn't make sense when you're doing it doesn't mean you stop, because a typical Filipino would always find instant gratification dun sa ginagawa niya. So yung outcome na sinasabi ko, it could actually be a financial outcome, it could be a financial gratification, but it could be any kind of an outcome. Okay, so later on, I'll get to actually use examples para it makes sense to you why I use this topic for this episode. Okay, so not because it doesn't make sense when you're doing it doesn't mean you stop. One very good example of this would, ha- would have to be on uh, physical fitness. Okay. Physical fitness in the Philippines is basically relatively something that is not common amongst Filipinos. In fact, there was actually one study made, no, I think if I'm not mistaken, this was like 2016, when they actually listed down, ranked actually different countries, all countries in terms of the frequency of exercises that people do in each respective country, they found out that the Philippines is actually... Uh, number, kung hindi ako nagkakamali ah, number four doon sa bottom part. <laughs> okay? Because Filipinos are not generally known to be uh, physically active. Pero, not to get the wrong idea, no? we are physically active naman no? in many different ways. Pero, just to set the record straight, yung study na yan actually was more of a marathon kind of study. So, when I say marathon, uh, yung study na yan is able to actually rank yung mga countries with the fastest pace and the slowest pace. Now, before you even react to it, no, uh, pace probably is one of the many factors to consider when it comes to physical fit- fitness. But 
Uh, yung pace kasi is also a very crucial part of the level of exercise that we do as a group of people. So nung nalaman doon sa study na yan that the Philippines is actually doon sa fourth to the last, yun, it actually tells us a lot of things. Eh. Una, we're really not that serious when it comes to joining uh, competitive sports or competitive physical sports. Now, Running for me, ah, kasi I'm also a runner, I'm a marathoner, okay? Uh, running for me kasi is the most appropriate uh, physical exercise that Filipinos can get into or should get into. Why? Because for me, it's the most accessible, easiest exercise. For one, you can actually even do it for free without having to pay uh, gymnasium fees. Okay, so unlike kung pupunta ka kasi ng gym, di ba? Yung you have to pay a monthly, uh, parang monthly fee or an annual fee just for you to be able to use those equipments. When it comes to running kasi, well, aside from, um, despite yung mga running shoes being very expensive, in fact, more expensive than any kind of shoes out there, you can basically do running. You can actually run without having to actually spend a lot of money for those kinds of things. So technically, it's free. Kasi all you have to do is to run. If you cannot run, you can walk. Okay? And when we say, when I say walking or running, you don't even need to spend hours and hours for you to run. Just basically spending probably mga 30 minutes of running or 30 minutes of walking would be enough already as a good start eh. So yung pace na nakita doon sa study na yan, it was found out that we are the fourth uh one, parang fourth to the slowest uh, na country. Okay? So ibig sabihin nito, eh, we are actually not meant to join competitive uh one, competitive sports, physical sports. Okay? Now, one of those things that triggered such yung uh, ganung nalaman pala na realization about Filipinos is that Running kasi, for me, ah, from the perspective of a runner or a marathoner, running kasi doesn't make sense when you're doing it. Why? Because walang forma to it. Diba? Hindi ka, jab, hindi ka maporma when you're running. And then, unlike biking kasi, and sorry, ah, this is not to offend people that are into biking. But biking kasi, diba? Alam na natin, the, the, the biking became a trend because you invest on a bike. And most, if not a big significant of people out there doing biking, usually, dinadaan yan sa ganda ng bike. And I might actually be unfair if I'm gonna say all of them are like that. Hindi naman po actually. May mga talagang uh, who are not into biking, but because it gives them the luxury to probably uh, show off, no? In a public place, their brand new bike, their brand new accessories, no? Unlike running kasi, there's actually no bragging rights about it unless you are wearing a very expensive set of kwan, a pair of shoes, no? But when it comes to running kasi, uh, yung running is a very, very difficult sport. It's a very, very uh, manual sport, I would say. Because even if you are actually going to buy the most expensive shoes, you will still feel the pain of running. Unlike if you are actually going to get into biking, if you are to actually spend diba, thousands more to a, a better bike, then basically yung, yung, yung suffer or yung stress of the physical sport is going to be less. But running is different kasi. Why? Example ko na lang, oh, without sounding technical about it. No? Imagine yourself running for 5 kilometers. A lot of people will say, ah, Walter, 5 kilometers lang yan. Madali lang yan. Pero that 5 kilometers is going to probably take you more or less 40 minutes to finish. Whether it be pure running, you'll probably finish it for like 25 to 30 minutes. So the, the normal marathoner or people who are actually into competitive running would probably finish it between 22 minutes and uh, 25 minutes. Yung mga talagang sobrang mabilis. The average would be able to finish it or mga siguro above average or lower than average um, would probably finish it between 25 and 30 minutes. Yung mga so average will finish it probably 30 to 37 minutes. 
But the ones that are not into it, the, the ones who are not used to running, competitive running, will probably finish it even longer. Okay? So basically, yung ganong klaseng example, okay, not a lot of people are into running because it's hard, because it's difficult, because it's stressful. Okay? When you want to finish a 5-kilometer run or when you finish a 10-kilometer run, the most difficult part there is actually not the start of it. Eh. But the most difficult part is yung 70% mark. So when you are finishing a 10-kilometer run, the most difficult part is actually not the first 5 kilometers. The most difficult part is actually the 6 to 8. Yung 2 kilometers, yung last 2 kilometers kasi, that's going to be very easy na eh. Why? Because you're already imagining yourself finishing. But yung the middle part is going to be the most difficult part. Because yun yung part na sinasabi mo sa sarili mo, if I'm not gonna actually be able to finish the 10K, I have no choice but to actually finish it. Okay? So, sounds contradicting. Ilagay natin yung mentality ganyan dun sa biking. When you are to finish an X number of kilometers by biking, even if you get tired, because you are riding on a bike, you can basically finish that X number of kilometers. Even if you're gonna be resting the whole uh, quad, the the majority of time before you finish that that quad, x number of of quad of 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 kilometers. So say for instance you're going to bike for thirty kilometers. Okay, if you're going to bike for thirty kilometers and you get tired on the twentieth kilometer, you can basically cruise until the finish. But running is different, because if you feel the pain in the middle of a run, you have no choice but to actually finish it. Because when you rest in the middle of a run, it's going to become more difficult. Uh, trained uh, runners know this, that when you stop running and you start walking in the middle of a very uh, stressful run, it's going to be counterproductive. Because you will feel the pain even more if you stop running. So trained runners know that you have to continue running until you finish it for you to lessen the stress of running. So that's how running is so different from biking. Because biking has the luxury of you resting or cruising if you get tired. But running is totally different. Running is quite opposite. Very, very opposite of, of, of biking. Because when you stop running, that's where you feel the pain. So you must actually continue running even if you feel very, very stressed na. Okay? So that is the very reason why yung 2016 study I was able to mention kanina at the start of our program or this episode made perfect sense to me as a runner. Because really, when Filipinos feel that it's not making sense when, 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 what they're doing when they're doing it, they basically stop. Yun. Kaya nga, running never became a trend amongst Filipinos eh. But biking, because of the pandemic, easily became one. Why? Yun nga. The luxury of being able to divert effort and money and attention to bike, not to the effort of biking. Again, this is not, I'm not saying this to offend people who are into biking. I, I myself, I bike from time to time. But mas madami pa rin yung pagtakbo ko versus dun sa pagbike. Because I know, if I do a lot of running, mas malaki ang impact nito dun sa fitness that I want to achieve. Okay? Most Filipinos get into biking because it's way easier than running. I can tell you this. Anyone can argue, debate with me anytime, any day about this. And I'm still gonna end up convincing you that running is actually more difficult. Because if it was actually easy, a lot of people are into it. Okay? So that's one example of um, an exercise that doesn't make sense or an endeavor that doesn't make sense while you're doing it, so most of us will stop because it's not giving me the instant reward. Okay? So, as Filipinos, I think we can learn a lot from the habit of running. Eh? Okay? People tend to be very, very lazy when it comes to uh, running. Pero, ito yung parang pwede rin nating matutunan from running. Eh. Running is the easiest form of exercise. So, aside from jumping jack or jumping rope, ganun siya, or push-up, running basically is a total package. It's a total package in a way because it not only uh, makes your lower body stronger, but it also affects your upper body. 
people who are into very uh, Juan, uh very rigid running okay people who are into competitive running are usually uh, their body built mapapansin niyo hindi siya ganun kalaki eh. why kasi nice spread out siya okay when i actually started running back 2013 yun yung first na first serious endeavor ko eh uh, parang stint ko into running Yan. I was actually a little voluptuous. Medyo yung BMI ko, medyo mataas siya. Considering that I'm actually 6 feet tall. Okay. Ang maganda ka, if you're actually a very tall guy, is that yung BMI mo, hindi siya ganun. Parang mas spread siya. Yan. Mas, mas, mas kaya mong i-maintain ng very good BMI because of your height. But when I actually started running back 2013, uh, my BMI was showing me that I was actually overweight. Even if I was tall. Okay, uh, I was six feet to uh, I'm six feet tall. Tapos during that time, I was already parang if I'm not mistaken, mga 82 ata, 82 kilo kilograms. So when you compute for your uh, for uh, when I computed my BMI, it showed me that I was actually kwa eh, uh, overweight. So then I started running, and it so happened during that time that I came back home because I just resigned from my work for five years. Okay, well, uh, quite coincidentally, yung trabaho ko prior to coming back home, was in a BPO company. Okay? So, BPO company is actually notorious, no? Of giving you that kind of laziness because you're sitting down most of the time, you're puyat lagi, di ba? And, napapabayaan yung katawan because walang masyadong exercise in between. Especially during day off, so rather than probably go out and run, I would uh, rather sleep the whole day <laughs> and eat. Okay? So, when I started running, That's when I realized na parang kung napaka-rigid pala, napaka-kwan uh, pala, napaka, uh, how would I say it, napaka-bigat ng pagtakbo mo, yung frequency, yung mileage, ganun sa It affects your body in a way na uh, hindi siya pwedeng achieve ng ordinary push-up lang. Ang push-up, upper body lang po yan. Ang jumping rope, lower body lang po yan. Pero yung running... Uh, will uh, will actually have a very big impact dun sa buong katawan mo. Because everything has to actually move. Yung legs mo will have most of the stress. But even your upper body will be able to actually balance itself and be able to improve itself because mostly it's cardio eh. Diba? Yung paghinga mo, okay? the pattern, how you breathe, okay? those are all affected. Eh. And not a lot of people know this. Because they think that running is a boring activity. Actually, it is naman boring. I will not defend uh, that, uh, yung running on that part. It actually is a very boring, uh, very boring activity. Because most of the time, I was alone running. Um, most of the time, um, I, I probably could run with a few people. But not really to with a big crowd. Okay? Um, you see mga, kwan, yung mga runners before, uh, they have big uh, groups, they belong in a big group, ganun siya. But that's only for fun, for bonding purposes. But most of the time when you run, you're alone. Okay? So you don't, uh, kwan, uh, hindi ka nagyayabang to anyone, you just basically run. You are not even competing with other people, you just simply run, ganun siya. On a rainy day, I would run. On a sunny day, I would run. Uh, in the evening, I would run. Yun, early morning, I would run. Okay? So, yung, yung part na yan, it didn't make sense to me while I was doing it. Eh. But the only time it made sense was when I actually do it consistently. Okay? And imagine niyo po, if I'm not actually able to do it consistently. So, kanina, I, I mentioned, no, I was 82 kilograms when I started running. After only a few months of running, to be specific, siguro mga 6 or 8 months of running, when I already joined a competitive running acti- uh, running event, that was actually a 21K half marathon yun, yun, I was surprised actually of finding out, of seeing that actually my pace, the time I uh, it took me to finish the 21K was 1 hour 51 minutes. That was my first 21K. That was my first official half marathon. That was 2014. Okay? So, 1 hour 51 minutes. To put that into perspective, only above average runners 
or better will be able to finish in that kind of pace. Average ones will finish it 2 hours pataas. Two, uh, between 2 hours and 2 hours 30 minutes. Okay. Normal people will finish it longer. 2 hours 30 minutes or higher or longer. Okay. But I was able to finish it 1 hour 51. And I credit that to a very, very rigid uh, routine. Okay. I made sure together with the help of, of other people, no, I was actually able to establish a very consistent, very rigid uh, calendar. Uh, during that time, nakasagsagan ng pagtakbo, nung kalakasan kong tumakbo, um, the only rest day I had for the week in the last or in the, uh, for the last or probably in the next uh, six, seven months would be only Tuesday, Friday. The rest is actually running. Okay. And most people, when they see someone do that, they will say, parang napaksayang na ba ng oras mo, no? You're, you're doing something that doesn't make sense. But yeah, totoo naman. It wasn't making sense when I was doing it. The only time it made sense is that when I saw the result. So aside from the 1 hour 51 minutes achievement for, uh, for my first half marathon back in 2014, from a weight of 82, I was able to actually trim it down to 74. In only a span of like 7, 8 months, 6, 8 months. Okay? So Filipinos usually uh, will not do that because it doesn't give them the lost of 8 kilograms after only one day of exercising. So that is a, 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 the first example of Something that doesn't make sense when you were doing it, but when you stop, basically you wasted all of your time doing it. Okay? So you do something even if it doesn't make sense. Another example of something that doesn't make sense when you're doing it is financial literacy. By definition, financial literacy is... Simply put, it's just managing your expenses. Okay? So it's not just limited to how you spend your money. It's not just limited to how you're able to save some of it, but in the grand definition of financial literacy, it encompasses everything. So from kung ano yung source of income mo, to how you're able to manage it, to how you're able to set aside for the raining day. So why is financial literacy a very good example of something that does not make sense while you are doing it? Para simplehan natin yung kwentuhan, o para masimplehan ko yung kwentuhan, siguro we can only use yung pinaka siguro popular na aspect of financial literacy which is actually saving for the rainy day, which is mag-ipon. Ang, ang pag-iipon kasi, a lot of people uh, don't find the idea of saving for a rainy day a very exciting endeavor. Why? Because... To them, to a lot of people, when you are to set aside uh, a specific amount of money, it, it requires a big income, which is actually quite wrong already in itself. Eh? Why? Because the act of saving doesn't even require a very big income. A lot of people are getting to the misconception na para daw yumaman ka, dapat malaki yung sweldo mo or malaki yung source income mo. While that may be true on some aspects, Hindi yun yung pinaka-importanteng aspect of saving or in general, financial uh, management. Ang isang bagay actually that stopping people from saving or saving for a rainy day is the method to which those expenses are being subjected into. Now, para simplehan natin no, at hindi siya komplikado to a lot of people out there who would also want to start the same endeavor, it all starts from yung income mo, okay? This could either be money coming from your job or employment. This could also be money come from, coming from your own uh, managed business. This could also come from investments and it could also come from savings, okay? So, madami actually sources of uh, your income, eh. 
when an income arrives sa buhay or araw ng isang typical Filipino, ang automatic na gagawin niya is to actually think of his or her expenses. Which is, I think, in a consumerist world, we cannot help it, di ba? Kung may pera ka, inuuna mo lagi yung kung saan mo siya kailangan gastusin. Whether it be bills, groceries, food, allowances for the kid, ano ba, transportation, communications expenses, and all of those stuff. Okay? Now, once na may naiwan doon sa after ng gumastos for all of those essentials, so let's just call it essentials, no? Kasi mga necessities yun in life, eh. Sino bang kayang mabuhay na hindi nagbabayad ng bills? So basically, mga basic needs yung mga yan, pati food, okay? Pagka may naipon doon sa pera niya after niyang kinaltas yung dapat na babayarin, then... Lucky enough, good enough for him, for that person, meron siyang itatabi. Pero paano pag wala? Okay? So, ang sasabihin niya sa sarili niya, sige, next time na lang. Next 12 na lang, after 15 days naman, may saldo na rin naman na ako ulit eh. And then, it's a vicious cycle because a lot of us fall into that kind of mistake eh. Yung tipong, tingnan mo, yun na yung pinakarason why I'm not able to save oh. Ang dami kong binabayaran eh. Pero, ang nakakaligtaan kasi ng madami dito is that, why don't we change a little bit a part of that process so that rather than dumating si income, then itatabi mo yung expenses kung magkano natira, yun yung savings mo. Why don't we actually change yung middle part of it? Which is, kung may dumating na income, ang una mong itatabi would be your savings ang naiwan would be spent for your expenses. Now, uh, from from the way I, I, I was able to say it, it might actually be too, too good to be true, no? So parang, Walter, in a perfect world or an ideal world, baka mahirap yung gawin, eh. Kasi syempre, ang lakas ng hatak ng expenses ko, eh. Okay, like, halimbawa, if I'm actually living in an apartment or if I am probably away from home. So it's gonna be hard for me to do that because at the onset, nakikita mo na yung expenses mo, eh. Just the fact that you are not living or you're living away from home, it means that lahat ng galaw mo eh dapat may katumbas na amount or cost. No, totoo naman yan. See, here's the thing, okay? When you're not able to actually change how you approach yung expenses mo, ang mangyari dito is that you will always be told na wala talaga siyang matitira. Bigyan natin siya ng simpleng example. Let's just say you have you are earning uh, a, a net income of 20,000 a month. Okay? So in 20,000 na 'yan, okay, una mong iisipin would be yung mga expenses, no? Okay? So ang ginawa mo, meron kang babayaran for the electricity bills, yung water, okay? Yung internet mo yung cable mo, okay? Yung pambili mo ng pagkain for the grocery at pamalengke. Other supplies. Yung allowance mo because you are working. So you have to have your transportation allowance. You have to have your communications allowance, okay? So tinatabi mo siya, which is actually your typical way of doing it, no? Okay? Tinatabi mo para kung may maiwan, edi very good. Now, kung walang naiiwan, doon tayo medyo magkakatalo, eh. Why? Paano kaya kung ang gawin natin, baguhin natin? So, if you have 20,000 pesos and itatabi mo, let's just say, siguro safest uh, amount to actually set aside, no coming from the 20, the whole amount would be 2,000. Okay? You're able to set aside 2,000 and you manage the 18,000 that you have left. Okay? Now, A lot of the Filipinos out there, ang pinaka-common na mistake nila when they actually want to save or earn is that they start big, which is wrong already from the start. The pinaka-ideal way to save is to save small amounts of money. That alone, I think, becomes really the dilemma of most Filipinos because hindi sila nakakapag-antay ng resulta of what they've been doing for probably... Two weeks or one month, ganun siya. So, tendency is, di ba, mayroon nga siyang natabi, pero gagastusin pa, naman, pa, pa rin naman niya. Eventually. Okay? So, pagka, limbawa, common mistake to eh, nagtabi ka kasi mayabang ka sa sarili mo. Okay? Nagtabi ka ng, kunyari, 6,000 pesos. So, ang yabang mo sa sarili mo, no? You went to the mall. May nakita ka bagong pair of slippers. Magkano? 1,000. Binili mo. 
Sa isip mo, sinasabi mo, mayroon pa namang naiwang 5,000 pesos, I'm still good. Okay. The next week, ganun ulit. Diba? Pumunta ka somewhere, then you saw, ah, oh wow, sale. Sale yung bag. Okay? So, nag-sale yung bag, magkano? 1,000. Until everyday, ginagawa mo yaan, because sa isip-isip mo, Diba? Meron pa naman akong malaking disposable income. That's actually not the proper way of doing financial management para sa sarili mo. Because when you set aside something, that's already considered spent. So itatak natin sa utak natin yun na The proper way to save is that when you save or set aside a specific amount of money, you have to consider that already spent. Gun. Okay, wala na siya. As in, nakalimutan mo na and it's already good that is as spent. Okay? So, pagka nagtabi ka ng 2,000, back to dun sa example natin, no? if you're able to set aside 2,000 coming from your example of 20,000 pesos, you manage how much is left, which is 18,000 pesos. Okay? You'd be surprised. Just one small aspect of that formula, no? Yung dati dat kanina ang ginawa natin example, income, Minus expenses ang natira savings. Pero yun nga, the bitter reality, wala namang naiiwan. Okay, when you do that, pinalitan mo lang siya to, dumating yung income, tinabi mo yung savings, which is a very small amount of money lang coming from yung kinita mo or sweldo mo, kung magkano natira, that would be your expenses. Okay, the 2,000, when you're able to set it aside, might not make sense to you when you did it. It will not. 500 pesos will not make sense when you set it aside. 100 pesos will not make sense if you set it aside. But if you apply a simple multiplier effect, if you're able to actually set aside 500, 1,000, or 2,000 every month, sige, simulan natin sa 2,000. If you're able to set aside 2,000 every month, that's multiplied by 12 months, then you already have 24,000 pesos. Now, some of you might say, some of you might argue with me, no? Well, mahirap magtabi ng 2,000, Walter. But can you do a 1,000? Because if you're able to set aside 1,000, that's 12,000 for you waiting by the end of the year. Okay? Now, some of you might say, sige, I can probably manage to set aside 1,000, pero not as siguro consistent. But can you set aside 500? So that's already 500 times 12. That's already 6,000 for you by end of the year. 6,000... Na nag-make sense siya when it got to that level but it never made sense when you're setting aside 500 pesos. So financial management and literacy is a very good example of something that does not make sense while you are doing it. Pero later on in life, later on, by the end of the year, probably, kung gusto mong magkaroon ng bonggang-bonggang Christmas party for your family, then that's the only time it's gonna make sense. Okay? So, Of a very possible question that you might be asking me, okay, would be, Walter, kau bana try muna. Well, eto ang kwento ko po dito about don sa ganong klaseng financial literacy or financial management. When my first son was born, I made sure that I will probably or I will plan for a very bonga first birthday because any parent would do that. Mayabang tayo sa sarili natin eh, di ba? But what I did was because I was actually trying to anticipate how much would I be spending for a bonggang birthday, first birthday party. I needed to actually find a way to lessen yung parang burden of spending for it because una, my son is born on December, and December is notorious for eating a lot of your budget for useless reasons or for useless things. Like you splurge, you overeat, you spend for regalos, you spend for your regalo for your inaanak and all of those stuff. Okay? So, naisip ko, when my son was born, sabi ko, teka lang, gusto ko atang gawa ng paraan to para by the time na umabot dun sa puntong yun, hindi ako mabibigla dun sa gagastusin. Kasi from what I heard from the friends I knew or I know, mga around dapat mga nasa 20,000 pataas. Okay? Just for a simple one-day celebration. So, sabi ko, teka lang. To me, 10,000 is going to be mabigat. 20, double. 30, triple pa yan. So, sabi ko, and sabi ko sa sarili ko, and together with my wife, I told myself, teka lang, I think I can spend as much as 15,000. For me kasi, 
uh, when you spend for food or when you spend for a birthday, it doesn't even have to be expensive. You know why? Because your possible guests are not really food experts. <laughs> okay? So they don't know the difference between an expensive adobo and a cheap adobo. All they know, it's an adobo. Same thing with chapsuy po, okay? A chapsuy that is expensive will taste the same way as a chapsuy that is not so expensive. So sabi ko, I'm not gonna spend a lot of money trying to pleasure or probably satisfy my, my kwan, my guest. Well, kasama na yun sa kwan, sa party, yung considerations for the party, pero hindi yun yung magiging pinakamahal na parte ng, Christmas, ng, ng birthday party for my son. So 15 for me is quite manageable, 15 is quite acceptable. Pero kung 15 yan coming from the budget you have as the head of the family because you are to also do your Christmas party after a few days, ganun siya, ayoko mabigla kasi 15,000 coming from that budget, that might be too much. In fact, it might even affect how I will be able to probably provide a very good Christmas party or New Year party for my family. So, ang naisip ko at the start of that year, back 2018, is to actually do what they call as your piso challenge or ipon challenge. Okay? By being able to set aside X number of piso coins, 5 peso coin, 10 peso coin, 20 peso bill, 50 peso bill, 100 peso bill, 500 peso bill, 1,000 peso bill. Yun. Uh, if you complete that in one year or probably shorter, you'll be able to actually uh, one, uh, uh, save as much as 53,495. Well, I was able to do it. I was able to complete that amount in one year by setting aside mga pabarya-barya because yun po yung ginagawa ko before. Eh. I would normally, if, if actually it's, if it's less than 100 pesos and it's still in my pocket, then it goes straight to Dalkansha. Okay, by being able to do those small things, syempre ang mabigat po doon, aminado ako, is the 1,500 bill. Because una sa lahat, you don't still consider that, uh, you still consider that uh, malaking, malaking pera, 1,000 or 500. But yung 1 peso, 5 peso, 10 peso, understandably, yun yung mga nauna. Okay? Yung 1,500 probably comes from my wife, from other people na nagbigay ng regalo, ganun siya, or... If I have probably extra money, yun, ang gagawin ko, kakalimutan ko yung 1,000 in my wallet, I put it in the coin bank or the Ipon Challenge can. So in one year, I was able to actually save 53 or 54,000 more or less para dun sa Ipon Challenge na yan. So yung 15,000 came straight from that Ipon Challenge. The other expenses, I was able to actually buy my son uh, his own, well, Uh, truth be told, that was actually for me an Xbox. Okay? And I was also able to buy my son yung kanyang remote control na pwede nang sakyan na car. But there was also uh, enough left for my son's bank account. And a lot of my friends were actually very, very amazed at how I was able to do it. Eh. Well, I assume they were amazed, no? So, syempre, kausap ko lang na sarili ko. And no one's here to actually uh, go against that. Okay? So, that is actually what we did when it comes to saving for my son's, uh, Juan, my son's birthday. It didn't make sense while I was doing it. I struggled even a little bit. To be able to actually save for those kinds of things. But I was able to do it. Okay? The very big gratification coming from that would be is that uh, hindi ko nagalaw yung budget ko for Christmas and New Year. Basically, intact siya. Okay? And, eto, I brag about this to my wife and, and to the friends I know, no? Uh, it also gave me a very big leg room for me to be able to buy an Xbox. Oh, di ba? Okay. Any typical wife would probably go against that kind of decision. Wag kang bibili ng Xbox. Why? Because that's for you, not for your son. Di ba? A typical wife would say that. Pero because of what I did for that year, I was actually able to really give myself a very legroom and leeway so that I can convince my wife to buy an Xbox. And she said yes. Well, although with a little hesitation, pero nung nakita niya, na the Ipon Challenge will be able to cover for the birthday party, 
and is able to actually buy my son a very good toy. Nice. So she said yes with my own convincing na rin siguro and charm. <laughs> okay. So that is actually a very good example of something that doesn't make sense while you are doing it. Now, if you ask me, have I done that or did I or was I able to do that the, uh, the year after or probably the, the other year after? Yes. Okay, but because there was no expectation anymore of a bonga birthday party, I was only able to probably uh, uh, earn half of it. But that I didn't care that much anymore. Why? Because wala na rin naman na akong birthday party na bonga na pinaghahandaan. But yung mga amounts na yon comes from the extra money I have after I get home. So yung mga papiso-piso, mga 5 pesos, 10 pesos, and so on and so forth. Pero ako, confident ako, every year I can actually save 30,000 or 20,000 uh, a year. Noong 2019, I was able to actually save 35,000 pa rin. Okay? Because of that Ipon challenge. Uh, last year, uh, no, 2020, I was still able to save that same amount of money. Last year, I was only able to actually save 25. But imagine yung mga small things that you do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis that it didn't make sense while you were doing it, while, while I was doing it, but it made sense only by the end of the year. Okay? So that gives you a very big leg room when it comes to expenses. So financial management is really hard for people to do, especially... If those people really are not clear as to what's in it for them. And I think yun yung isang bagay na really dapat tinatanong natin, no? What's in it for you? You always have to dig deep into why you do something when you are doing it. Not because wala kang instant gratification while you're doing it doesn't mean it's, gonna, it's not gonna make sense eventually. Okay? A lot of the things that we do in life, yung mga small, small milestones that we do in life, often we neglect yung impact nitong mga to sa buhay natin, no? Like kung may, nakaki may nakita kang kapitbahe mong yumaman, hindi mo naman, you will not actually praise that person, no? For taking a lot of effort. Minsan pa nga, yung mga typical neighbors natin, kukwestiyonin pa, eh. Siguro nagdadrugs yan. Or siguro sindikato yan. Or siguro nag-ehem yan doon sa abroad. Okay, it's because the typical Filipino mentality will never put or invest a lot of effort into uh, those kinds of things because they see or they think that there must be an instant reward or gratification when I'm doing it for it to make sense to me. Okay, kung gusto niyo pa ng mas simpleng mga examples, when you were kids, we hated vegetables. When we got older, that was the only time it made sense. Now you want to actually eat vegetables because you need them when you get older. But back then when you were younger, it didn't even make sense. In fact, you hated it. You rebelled against it. Diba? You rebelled against your mother and your father for forcing you to actually eat those vegetables. But now no one's telling you and yet you are already doing it. So the typical Filipino mentality normally doesn't actually um, siguro register to that kind of approach. No? Now you do something even if it's not making sense. Okay? And yung ganitong aspeto ng buhay natin, this is, I would say, no, a little bit counterproductive and at the same time destroying or stopping us from being able to maximize the many opportunities that we have. Okay, kaya nga in this part of the world, patok ang multi-level marketing, patok ang networking. Because those things actually, the onset, will give you supposed instant gratification. Magkakaroon ka ng kotse, magkakaroon ka ng bahay, and so on and so on. Okay, now I'm not, this is not going to be a debate about multi-level marketing. But what I'm saying actually here is that for someone to be able to really achieve what he wants to actually achieve sa buhay niya, then the little stuff, the little details will have to be the more crucial, most crucial parts of that aspiration. Kung wala kasi yung mga yun, the only time or the only way you'll be able to actually do something is probably bet on Lotto. Because Lotto gives you a false sense of aspiration. It gives you the idea, a false idea na by just simply betting on Lotto, I'll become rich. 
no one's actually putting a lot of effort into small details anymore. Like hard work, okay? Like I think one of those things as well that's stopping us from maximizing is that uh, a lot of Filipinos think that the measure of a successful career is that when you are abroad, okay? Well, siguro abroad will give you uh, the avenue to really make a lot of money. Pero ito yung actually hindi alam na mga a lot of Filipinos are there. You know the very crucial reason why a lot of people abroad are able to actually make a lot of money? It's because they are not surrounded by a lot of people asking for money from them. Because they are away from their own siguro families, no? They have the opportunity to probably set aside small amounts of money without the pressure of people surrounding them. So they might actually say, kung ako lang typical na Filipino na nasa abroad, I will probably uh, report to my family, you know what? I can only actually send you 20,000 for this month. Pero hindi ko sasabihin, may naiwan sa akin 10,000. So that 10,000 is very crucial dun sa grand scheme of things na gusto mangyari ng OFW abroad. Because yung 10,000 na yan, you're, the family of that typical Filipino might actually uh, hate him for doing that. Yung parang, hindi enough yung 20,000 eh. Diba? Dagdagan mo naman next time. Pero, kahit may ganong reklamo, yung family niya was able to receive that. I think, no, kung gagawa ng paraan yung family, ng family to be able to budget that for the month, they can. They're able to actually uh, uh, spend uh, and probably pay for everything with that limited budget. So that, eto yung maganda dito, so that by the time that person in uh, abroad comes home, Okay? May naiwan na siyang malaking naipon na pera because he did that for himself. So, people might not be able to understand what he did. But it made sense to him because when he comes home, when he comes back home, wala namang tutulong sa kanya to spend for everything but himself eh. So, the 10,000, imagine nyo no, kung kayo nasa katayuan ng isang OFW, although this might actually be very, very hard nowadays, kung kayo nasa katayuan ng isang typical OFW, nagtabi ng 10,000 every month, ang pinadala lang, 20,000 pesos, that's an effing 300,000 plus in savings by the end of the year. So that by the time he comes back home, and yung family niya, eventually, they cannot help it, but to demand, siguro, siguro a little bonga uh, party from, from him or with him when he is home, then he can already afford that. Kung ako yung typical na OFW na yan, dun ko sasabihin sa kanila, and I will confess to them that don't you know that with the amount I had before, I'm only able to send you 20,000, but I actually set aside the 10,000. How many Filipinos are able to do that? Okay. Well, wala naman siguro nakakalam kung ilan. Pero imagine the kind of life we have if we're able to really put a lot of effort into understanding the small details of what we do. That is why napaka-exciting na topic ang topic for this one, for this episode. Isang bagay na ginagawa mo, even if it's not making sense, you should not stop. Because once you stop, Basically, sinayang mo lang yung pagkakataon to become a better version of yourself. And I guess yun yung objective really talaga of any kind of endeavor, no? Mapa-financial endeavor man yan, mapa-physical endeavor or physical fitness man yan. Basically, uh, kwan siya eh, parang gusto mong maging better version of yourself. Kailan ba or saan ba nang gagaling yun? Saan ba nagsisimula yun? Well, nagsisimula siya doon sa gusto mo ba sa talaga siyang mangyari? Kasi kung gusto mo siyang mangyari, well, magagawa mo siya ng paraan eh. Okay? It's no longer just because you need to do it. A lot of people get pressured doing something because of the necessity. Pero eto lang ah, psychologically speaking, based on my own observation, most of the things that we do, we do them because a very big percentage of a reason why we do it is because we want to do it. Like eating vegetables when we were kids. We hated the idea of eating vegetables because it didn't make sense. So even if our parents did everything to convince us na kailangan natin kumain ng vegetables natin for our own health, diba, the, the necessity factor was not enough. 
But when your parents gave you, started giving you rewards for eating your vegetables, say for instance, sinuhulong ka that you will, he will buy or she will, your mom will buy juice for you when you eat your vegetables, then that's the time it made sense to you. And as we grow up as adults, no, yung ganong klaseng mentality, yung ganong klaseng approach is still is applicable to us. Hindi lang siya yung sa pangbata. So dapat yan, it's a very good balance between kailangan mo siyang gawin, but a half of it or probably a bigger percentage of it is because gusto mo siyang gawin. Okay? I can tell you, no, a lot of things you're able to achieve because mas dinadagdagan mo or mas nilalakihan mo yung because you like doing it rather than you just simply need to do it because of necessity. So there you have it, folks. No, A couple of examples na pasok dun sa kategory ng things that we do that don't make sense while you're doing it doesn't mean you stop doing it. Ulitin ko, parang mali ata yung pagkakasabi ko. Not because it doesn't make sense while you're doing it doesn't mean you stop. Like what I'm doing right now, I'm doing a podcast. And I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to a ghost audience. And even if I don't make sense to myself while I'm talking and while I'm doing this recording, at least I know that when someone passes by this podcast and he happens to have the time to listen to it, he'll take the time to probably assess what is being talked about here. And even if it didn't make sense at the start of it all, Eventually, if he has time for it and he wants to listen to it, then it might make sense to him. Napasok ko po yung aking title or the name of my podcast in this episode. So even if I sounded like I'm talking to myself, I don't give an, a damn. Okay? Because I'm just being loyal dun sa name of my podcast which is parang kausap ko lang sarili ko ah see you on the next episode